Welcome, Welcome to the Author Factor Podcast, the show for profitable insights and tips with business owners, entrepreneurs, and CEOs who use their nonfiction book to create the ultimate competitive advantage and grow their business. Grow their business. Grow their business. Here's your host, Amazon best-selling author and book publishing coach, Mike Capuzzi. Welcome to another profitable episode of the Author Factor Podcast. I'm Mike Capuzzi, and I want to thank you for joining us. My guest today is Ernie Martin. Ernie is the founder and CEO of Receivable Savvy, a research and content development consultancy helping finance professionals master order to cash. He just published his first book, Nobody Cares About Your Business, The Eight Universal Marketing Principles Every Entrepreneur Must Know to Make Customers Love their business. Ernie, welcome to the Author Factor Podcast. Mike, thank you for inviting me and for having me. And, uh, you know, I love talking about all this stuff, my book, marketing, and even order to cash. <laughs> well, the good news is that you and I were getting to know each other. Like, I'm glad we're not talking about order to cash today. Right, maybe, right. Maybe when that next book is done. But today we're, yeah. walking, we're talking about marketing. And as I mentioned, Ernie, before I ask you to share a little bit more about your background, but I like your book title. Nobody cares about your business. That's, and I know it's sort of tongue in cheek. But uh, it's a, when I saw it, when you sent it to me, I was like, oh, that's a good book title. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Very, and I'll get into the, uh, the reason why I, why I titled the book that way. Very good. Well, listen, let's start with you first, because you yep. do have a very interesting background, one that I'm not familiar with. Why don't you describe, you know, the company you started, who you serve and how you serve them? Sure, absolutely. Uh, well, most of my background, my career is in marketing communications. Uh, the last company that I worked for as an employee on staff uh, was based in London and they are an e-invoicing company. They happen to be one of my clients now, but they're an e-invoicing company. And uh, I started doing research around the suppliers that were on their network. And the light bulb went off when a couple of their clients like Apple and some others say, hey, can you do some research like that for us? And so I said, somebody should start a business doing this. And I said, no, it's not going to be me because I already had another business that I, I folded um, before I started this job. And um, a year went on and I fleshed it out and fleshed it out because it kept bugging me. And by the time I fleshed it out completely, I thought, wow, this is a great concept. So I, I left that company in 2014, started Receivable Savvy in 2015. Um, and so again, in order to cash, but as a marketer and communicator by heart, I still mentor and work with small business owners and, and, and entrepreneurs. And so I, I saw a recurring theme over and over again, whenever I would talk to someone who's an entrepreneur or a small business owner, and that was, um, Hey, if I put my shingle out on my door, then everybody will flock in and buy my product or service. And I had to tell people almost everyone to a person, nobody cares about your business because <laughs> most people, unless they're your mother or your college roommate or your spouse are indifferent to the, to the notion that you just started a business. And so what you have to do is you have to make them love your business. And there are a number of principles that I cover in the book that help people make their customers love their business. So Ernie, I just came up with a good idea. Maybe we should co-author a book. Nobody cares about your book because the reality is the same <laughs> principle, right? Like you can, yeah. you're going to write it. No one's going to read it until you mark and promote it. Absolutely. That's part of what the Author Factor podcast try to focus is on is how you promote your own book. But uh, it's so true. I mean, that's why when I saw like, it's, it's like a, it's a, you, you know, you say eight universal marketing principles, but that's a, even nobody cares about your business 
is sort of a universal truth. Now, again, it's sort of tongue-in-cheek, but the right. reality is, especially if you're in a competitive space, right? If you're the, right. you know, the, the, the the hamburger joint in a in a or pizza joint in a community, or you know, chiropractor. I mean, there's ten other ones, right? But right. Um, right. so yes, I agree a hundred percent. Let's go into the book. Uh, Nobody cares about your business. Without me sharing any of the details, can you share a couple of tips that readers? would get by. And by, even before that, is there any particular type of entrepreneur that should be reading this book, Ernie? Online, um, offline, yeah. does it matter? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, really, I mean, the book is available in, in, in print as a paperback as well as via Kindle. So there are multiple ways that people can dive into the information. Um, but, you know, this this book, I, I didn't write this book to cater to one particular type of entrepreneur, but but that's a great question because it's applicable to everyone whether you have a small mom and pop retail establishment like a store or whether you're looking to start a software as a service or a technical company it you know it it applies to everyone because the principles and that's why they're titled principles is because they apply across the board and so no it's not written for anyone in particular or a particular type of entrepreneur everyone can pick it up and, and gain something from it so let's dive into it and just share a couple tips, one, two, three, whatever you like, um, that would entice our listeners to go grab a copy of your book. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, I'll share two primary tips, which which start off the book. And, and each tip is a particular chapter. Um, and so it's a very easy read. It's only about, uh, it's less than 150 pages, uh, but it's chock full of great stuff. So principle one is... Um, the principle of being an entrepreneur, should you even be an entrepreneur? You know, there are a number of people, if I took a rock and threw it into a crowd of people, it would probably hit 10 out of 10 people who one, at one point or another thought, I should start my own business. You know, so should you even start your own business? And so I mentioned and, and walk through some of those characteristics that a good entrepreneur should have and should exhibit. And that includes courage, faith, um, dealing with fear, um, being creative and a number of other things. And so if you exhibit these principles and these characteristics, then you might make for a good entrepreneur. Anyone that wants um, a very predictable nine to five existence probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Anyone that thinks, hey, I don't know what I wanna do, but I know I wanna have my own business. I mean, you might be an entrepreneur, but unless you have that idea or that product or that service, you might you might struggle. And then dealing with fear, because everyone deals with fear. The difference is how you navigate through it and handle it. And so I've had my share of very fearful moments, you know, starting this company. And so that's that's one principle. The second principle is the principle of selling water in the desert. And what I mean by that is unless you're selling water to people in the desert or unless you're selling oxygen to people underwater, Nobody cares about your business because those products are life and death products that you you must have oxygen underwater, right? You must have water in the desert. But does everybody need Coca-Cola? No, probably nobody needs Coca-Cola, but Coca-Cola does a great job. Does anybody need an Apple computer? No, it's not a life and death situation, but they make it so compelling that the audience has to have their products. And so that's what I that's what I touch on in terms of unless you're selling a life and death product, you have to do things in order to make people love your business. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I'm a 20 plus year veteran, started my marketing consulting company in 98. So you're preaching to the choir here. And yeah. it still amazes me in this day and age, you know, 20 some odd years after I started my own business, how few, especially small business owners, especially like a lot of local business owners, they don't get this. You know, they, you said it yeah. earlier on, like they just hang their shingle out there and expect people to come in the door. Right. That's tough. That's real tough. Yeah, and yeah it is. I, I don't know how you think about this, Ernie, but I believe even the most mundane, a laundromat, mm-hmm. a pizza shop, the most basic sort of, you know, quote, plain vanilla kind of business can still figure out how to sell, you know, water to someone in the desert. They can do right. certain things in their marketing, in their business to make their laundromat, their pizza shop stand out. A- absolutely. I mean, you, we see laundromats go out of business too. Pizza shops definitely go out of business. Every type of business goes out of business and is in danger of going out of business, including mine and yours. Yep. And so you, you, you've got to, it, it's what I, what I refer to as carving out real estate in someone's mind. Okay. And so I've, I've, I love a number of Trout and Reese books about, you know, branding and, um, and things of that nature. And so, uh, and positioning. And so every organization has a brand, you know, whether you're a small mom and pop or whether you're Apple or, or Coke. And so the, the key is in making people love your business is making sure you can carve out a little real estate in their mind and remind them over and over again as to why you're relevant, why you should be top of mind and why they should buy from you. And so if you don't carve out that real estate, because we're all inundated with stimuli every day and it continues to grow year after year. And so it becomes a little more tricky. Um, and although a lot of media is very fragmented, to some degree, it's actually a good thing because you're able to really hone in on your particular niche, whether it's social media, PR, you know, podcasting or, or, or the like. You know, you you now have tools and we now have tools where you can get immediate return on investment by not really spending a lot of money doing it. Now, did you re- publish this book, Ernie, so that it was sort of a lead generation device for your business? I mean, what was what was the reasoning? I know you said, you, you know, you're sharing the same principles over and over, but was there, does it connect to your, it probably doesn't really connect to your main business does it at this point uh not really even though i do marketing and communications for my own business also i have people that help me do that but um it's i I wrote it and it it serves a couple of different purposes one is i always wanted to be an author so and i have an unsold novel from the mid 90s that never went anywhere and i went through agents and publishing companies the old-fashioned way before amazon existed right and so I always wanted to be a published author. And so a few years ago, I said, you know what? I'm, t- I'm having these conversations with entrepreneurs, small business owners. Why don't I put this stuff on paper? And so I sort of had a stream of consciousness weekend. Over the weekend, just tapped out the first draft. And so then I sat it on the shelf for a few years, uh, unfortunately. But um, I did it because I wanted to, number one, put those thoughts on paper and make it available to everyone. Number two is because it, it does it does add some cachet, even in my business, even in uh, receivable savvy order of cash, even though it doesn't focus on that. When people see that you're a published author and when I get introduced, if I go have a speaking engagement in my industry, someone may say, and published author of nobody cares about your business. That's great. That adds to the cachet um, to some degree, because 
I have the finance company on the side. I also still do marketing communications as sort of a, as a second business. And so it is certainly acts as a lead generation tool for that. And, and you're right. I have to continually market and promote and make sure that people are aware of the book. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've, I've said it ad nauseum, really writing and publishing books, the easy part, right? It's yeah. really when you get them, how do you promote this? And it's not like I'm going to promote it for a couple of weeks and be done. It's, right. it's ongoing. Month, yeah. Year, you know, year to year, whatever. If, yeah. if you really want to make a big impact and you want right. to help others, um, right. cause it's not even about making money from the books. It's about getting it out there. Right. So this book was published earlier this year. So congratulations. Thank you. What tips can you share, Ernie, that's worked for you to get the book out there? I'm guessing podcast guesting is one of them. Yes, yes. Are there any tips or things you could share with our audience that, you know, if they have a book, it's a good way to promote the book? Yeah, uh, number one is, you know, access and leverage family and friends. So because, you know, the, the, the first people that bought the book, because I just put it on, on Facebook and my family and friends thought, oh, I, I want to buy the book. And so they, they bought the book. And the book's not expensive, so um, so that's one way. And so then I ask people to, well, tell all your friends, tell all your friends, your colleagues, et cetera, put the book in prominent places. And so they do that. And so that's led to some more sales because there, there are sales from people you know, and then there are sales from people you don't know. And so the key is making sure you're getting sales from people you don't know. And so um, in addition to that, um, you've got to do, and I'm just now ramping this up, you got to do Amazon marketing because it, they make it easy because when someone's looking for business books, I want to be on that list at the bottom where my book is also recommended. I also use uh, Facebook to promote the book because Facebook is a great marketing tool for not a lot of money, uh, depending on whether you do it properly or not. Um, and so that's what I've done so far. And so in, in, in addition to doing my day job, you know, I'm, I'm slowly ramping up the marketing of the book itself as well. What about any mistakes or speed bumps that you encountered with this book that you won't make when you do your next book? You'd want to warn people. That's a great question. Uh, the, the biggest speed bump was myself, really. <laughs> because, you know, with, with a lot of things going on, and I'm sure your audience will, will understand this, that sometimes you're your own worst enemy. Oh, yeah. Because... You, you, you endeavor to do something and then either procrastination or other things get in the way. And so that was the biggest challenge for me. And for several years, it just sat on the shelf. And every year I thought, I, I got to get back to that book. And so really, I had to make the commitment for it. The same way that I made the commitment to the business, I had to make the commitment to the book and make sure that I carved out enough. And that was the, that was the challenge, carving out enough time to do the editing, to get other people and other resources to help me edit it and then get it formatted, uploaded, et cetera. So that, I was the biggest speed bump, <laughs> literally. And that, that that sounds a little funny, but sometimes we're, we're our own worst enemy. Oh, yeah. It. Well, listen, first of all, in almost 200 episodes of this podcast, nobody's ever said that. But as soon as you oh, said really? it, it's like, geez, yeah. I, you know, I do say get out of your own way. You know, people get in their own right. way, the head trash. Right. But just <laughs> you said you're the, you were the number one speed bump. Right, um, right. That's, that's probably accurate for a lot of us. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. What about the way the book has now? It's it's new, but the the impact it's made either on you personally, on your business, just you know something that 
How would you describe the impact of being a published book author? I know you've alluded to it a little bit, Ernie, but mm-hmm. in your own words, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm literally very humbled, first and foremost. And th- that may sound a little crazy, but the fact that I was able to write the book and have it published, I, I'm humbled because there's a lot that goes into it. And not everybody can do that. And so I'm very humbled and, and very grateful that I was able to do it. So that's had an impact on me in terms of my outlook on being grateful for a number of things, for the book, for the business, et cetera. It's also had a pretty good impact on my business um, for the very reason, because I, I involve myself in other things in my industry. And so, you know, I promoted the book on LinkedIn into my network, et cetera. And so I can tell just from some of the responses that people have a believe they have a sense about what I do and what I focus on. And so seeing that I had this book that I published and that I wrote, and that was sort of a passion of mine, um, it sort of, I guess, kicked me up a notch in, uh, from their perspective, which again, no, no one's going to poo-poo that, right? So everyone's going to appreciate that. And so um, it's helped me to be humble. It's helped me to be grateful, but it's also helped me to um, sort of add a little more cachet to what I do. So wherever I go, speaking engagement or what have you, if someone says, hey, in addition to this, Ernie is also a published author of Nobody Cares About Your Business, that it, it warms my heart and I'm very grateful for that. And it resonates with people because it speaks to pain points that a lot of entrepreneurs and small businesses go through. And before we wrap up, just one last question. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about doing another book? Do you see more? I mean, is, first of all, is that novel ever going to make it to the is it on Amazon now, now or? No, the novel is not going to make it no. because I think the storyline is a little dated by now. <laughs> so uh, I even had a movie in my head. But um, a possible second book would be, because honestly, there are hundreds of marketing principles, right? And so I just chose the eight that could act as a cheat sheet for the reader, for the small business owner and entrepreneur. Uh, I might do a part two or you know, the next eight principles that dive deeper into specific marketing, branding, and communications examples. Um, and really those two pieces I, I think could work as as companion books. And so, you know, part one is this one. And then the second one may be nobody still cares about your business or something <laughs> like that. Very good. Well, Ernie, I do appreciate your time. How can our listeners learn more about you, uh, your business? If anyone is in, you know, wants to know that order to cash business, and where's the best place to get your book? Best place to get the book is Amazon. It's available now in Kindle and uh, paperback. And if anyone wants to know a little bit more about me, they can either go to my LinkedIn page, Ernie Martin, or go to receivablesavvy.com. And it's Bell, just the way it sounds, receivable, savvy, one word, dot com. And you'll see what we do in terms of research and content development in that area of finance that you love so much called order to cash. Very good. Well, Ernie, I appreciate your time. I, I learned something new today. So thank you very much. I do appreciate it, your uh, insights today. Oh, Mike, thank you for, for inviting me and having me. I really enjoyed the conversation. And to my listeners, thank you. And if you found this podcast helpful, please help me grow by sharing with your network and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Till next time, this is Mike Capuzzi. Thank you for listening to the Author Factor Podcast. To learn more about Mike's unique short book publishing opportunities, please visit bitesizedbooks.com.